With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere you are locked in on the fifth hour with ben maller and danny g because listen five nights a week of overnight radio not enough danny of course heard on covino and rich during the week here at fox sports radio but it is the weekend it is saturday we had the first game of the world series last night between the rangers and the diamondbacks and i Danny, I, I did want to mention, I didn't get to this on yesterday's podcast, but with the World Series now underway, I had a smile from ear to ear, a Cheshire Cat smile, yet another viral video, my Maller monologue grading the World Series matchup, and the level of vitriol from Texas Ranger fans and fans from uh, Arizona uh, just outstanding, just wonderful. Ben sucks. It's uh, it's just wonderful because the uh, the the pain, the agony. Uh, uh, if you don't agree, I, I if I was a Diamondback or a Ranger fan, I w- I would give the World Series an A plus. But I'm not, and as an outsider, it's a terrible World Series. It's bad for baseball, and the ratings are going to be horrific. But I was so happy, Danny, reading some of the comments here. This guy said I sound like a muffin. Uh, that was pretty good. What a muffin sound like? Yes, I like me. Uh, another person said typical Boston whiner. I didn't realize it was from Boston. I had no idea. Uh, go f yourself. It is so good. It is so great. Okay. Yeah, you're just mad. The Dodgers aren't in. Uh, yeah, uh, it is. Uh, and uh, of course, I'm right. It's a bad matchup, and you know I'll watch. I watched last night. I'll watch today, and that's fine, and all that. But it's just it gets it's so good, Danny. I gotta tell you, wrong. On this podcast, we uh, what do we have on the agenda here? It's Saturday. This is the twenty eighth day of October. We've got ghostly pretzels, the cold table, and pop 
goes the culture. Now, before we get into this, Danny, we we need an all-points bulletin to be sent out. Yes. Get the Batmobile out of the Batcave. Uh, the back scratcher segment, we have not done one of these in a while because I'm looking at the podcast page here, Danny, and I'm going page down, page down, page down, and we have reached it's, – it's like a writer that has writer's block. We, we've reached podcast review block. Now, how can we fix that, Danny? What can we do to fix that? What, what do you think? Should we do a contest? Should we uh, give something away? Like, what can we do? Yeah, it's going to have to involve prizes. Unfortunately, that's going to have to come out of your pocket. No, no, I'm sure the company uh, uh, will – iHeart will give us some money for the, for the podcast, right? We can get some swag. <laughs> right? No? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. We'll we'll give away some Maller mugs. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll come up with something. But you don't you shouldn't need to be bribed. It's pretty pretty simple. It helps us out. Keeps the podcast going. Apple podcast page right there. You can click on the the buttons. There's right in the middle. Button. For Covino and Rich to get our bribery balls, we had to sacrifice weekly paid guests. Now I know you love paid guests, Big Ben. Yeah, we have a big budget. Well, what we do is we buy we buy the collars. Um, and- <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. I was given a small budget, not very big, but I was given a small budget in case I wanted like an NFL expert or an MLB expert or NBA expert to come on once a week. Yeah, I said I would rather take that small budget and buy a big box of Nerf footballs to yeah. bribe people to give good podcast reviews. So. It's give and take. You got to like give something to be able to get some promotional items. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, we can come up with some swag, fifth hour swag or something like that. Or who you want to sacrifice from your live radio show? Uh, Iowa Sam. We can sacrifice <laughs> Iowa Sam. And uh, good later, week. Sam. Your hours just got cut in half. <laughs> some swag to give away for. The fifth hour podcast. You're gone, 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 gone. Uh, yeah, so help us out on that if you can. Apple podcast page, that's something the company looks at. Hopefully they're not looking at it right now. Uh, and then I got a lot of email this week about the Sunday podcast. Are we going to wait till Sunday to do the review on how many downloads we got last week, or should we do it now? Uh, we'll do the uh, reveal tomorrow morning. Okay, we'll do it on the Sunday podcast. So anyway, uh, we we begin with with this. It, it is a yearly tradition at the Maller Mansion every Halloween, just before Halloween. The wife, yeah, the wife throws together a special event for all the kiddos in the family. It is the Maller Witches Dinner. Now, funny enough, no witches were harmed at the witches dinner, but it's the social event of the year, Danny. And you got to be there. If you're not there, you get a hex, and you don't want to get a hex. So we had last weekend, we had my niece, nephew. We had several cousins, uh, just a bunch of people hanging out. My sister-in-law was there, and my brother-in-law, my, my couple of my other cousins. And we cooked up a spooky brew. We had our cauldron out. Because if you're a witch, you got to cook in a cauldron. So we cooked in the cauldron, uh, and I, I opened the book of spells. I had some rituals. We had magic instructions, all of that. 
and we were able to combine an old 1970s band, Earth, Wind, and Fire. We put all that together, you know, the, the four elements, earth, air, fire, and water. We put those out there. Uh, but I, I, I did go in the kitchen. I cooked – well, I didn't really cook. I melted chocolate. I was back as the chocolatier. Haven't done that in a while. So we, we started futzing around with the chocolate. And it was white chocolate, like that. Remember the basketball player for the Sacramento Kings years ago named White Chocolate? Racist. Jason Williams. So anyway, we melted the chocolate. I then took a stick of pretzels, like a pretzel stick. I We dipped the pretzel into the chocolate and then placed some little edible candy eyes on top of the pretzel, and it was a ghostly pretzel at that point. Delicious. Those little mini eyeballs and just great. I made sugar cookies, and then I, I had to cut them into shapes like witches, bats, pumpkins, uh, cats, you name it. I saw the picture of what you did with the oranges and the apple slices. That was really cool. Yeah, like yeah. The orange peeled with the apple slice at the top to make it look like a pumpkin. Yeah, it's a little trick. And yeah, we, we went all out. We went all out on that. So it was really cool. Kids seemed to have a good time. They just ate a bunch of candy. We had Rice Krispie treats and some other stuff, different uh, juices and whatnot. So they were they seemed to have a good time. By the end of this nanny, as you call it. Yes, yes. Were the kids smacked up on sugar, running in circles, screaming? Oh, of course. And then we had them all leave. And they ran out and that was it. Not our problem. <laughs> Not our problem. Not my problem. Somebody else's problem. You got to deal with these kids. <laughs> kids are probably still awake. It's been a week. The kids are probably still awake. They're like, uh, they're still on a sugar high, still going through their blood uh, bloodstream as we speak. And so what happens then is you just have to throw them down on a cold table is what you have to do. Just pop them down on a cold table and then you're good, right? Yeah. Oh, that's what Kaiser does. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So a couple days ago, Koa had his dreaded two-month appointment at the doctor to get his shots, his first round of shots. I'm not talking about the kind Monty likes to drink right after her shift. (laughs) I'm talking about the round of shots you don't want to get as a little kid, especially a little infant. This past Wednesday, we bring Koa to Kaiser, and uh, it's not a good situation right now, Ben. As you might have heard, they have a little strike going on with their healthcare workers. I'm a doctor. They're trying to get a a 21% wage hike, I was reading. Aren't we all? Yeah, so we had to reschedule this appointment. The best of the best were working, unless that's not true. Some scabs were in there. Uh-huh. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, should we take them somewhere else? Like, I don't want to be in the middle of a strike when it comes to my kid and getting shots. Can you really trust scabs? This is like going to a football game when NFL players were striking. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough. I mean, what, what are your options? You're you're. Kaiser is your medical, right? So you really don't have any other options. You're either there. Yeah, I, that's that's what Koa signed up to. So we were stuck keeping the appointment. We had a backup doctor. We had a backup nurse who was fumbling all over the place. And in little cold checkup room 12, we had Koa in there waiting to get his shots. Three needles. They do three shots into the thigh. And one of the vaccines is oral. So, of course, they do that first because they know the kid is going to be screaming. Yeah. Um. So they give him the oral first. He's trying to spit that up. And I'm like, good boy, spit it back out. <laughs> Get rid of that crap. <laughs> um. Yeah. And that's what sucks about these vaccines, too, Ben. Obviously, they got to poison your body with a little bit of the virus, whatever virus they're giving you the vaccine for. They have yeah. to poison you with a little bit of it so that your body knows how to fight it off. Yeah, well, the good thing is, you know, he's not going to remember it. So it's a good thing, right? Yeah, that's the good part. The bad part is the two days following. Are you crying? This nurse finally comes back into the room after the doctor does the update. And you'll be happy to know Koa's in the 91 percentile in all of his health measurements. So he's a big boy. He's a future NFL linebacker for sure. Um, the doctor said, this is the biggest baby at this age I've seen in a little while. So she was pretty impressed with his stats. Then she said, the nurse will be in shortly to give him the shots. Waiting. And you're waiting and waiting. (laughs) Ten minutes go by. Fifteen minutes go by. My wife mutters, the strike, the stupid strike they're having. Yeah. Thirty minutes later, the nurse comes back in with an assortment of needles and liquid 
She says, okay, take his onesie off. You hold his arms. I'm going to hold his legs down. Oh, now, this wouldn't be that bad if maybe they thought this through and had like an oversized stuffed teddy bear to put the kid on. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a little person, personal heater pointed towards the kid. No, these poor kids have to lay with just a little diaper on on this cold table. Nah, that's not cool. I, I, there's got to be a better way. Now, this is obviously parents are laughing right now because they've dealt with this for years. This is my first experience with this. So I'm holding his arms, and this lady's jabbing these needles into his baby thighs. He is screaming, blood-curdling, crying going on. And uh, when the lady wrapped up, she's like, all right, he'll be okay in a couple of minutes. And she waltzed out of the room. And we have a baby who's as red as a turnip and is trying to catch his breath because he can't breathe. Yeah. And he's looking at you and saying, what did you do? You took Exactly. Yeah. Looking at me and his mom like, why would you torture me like this? You're supposed to protect me. If you put me in here and I get what are you doing? Uh, wow. That day, of course, he had a fever. We had to give him baby Tylenol. He, they didn't do anything for this big guy. So he's crying because of the pain in his legs. He, he had an upset stomach because of the crap that they made him drink. Uh, not fun whatsoever. The day after, day two is the worst day because that's when the pain in the legs really hurt. By day three, which was uh, yesterday, he was feeling a little bit better. So, no, that's uh, Did they yeah. Put, just put him in a hot tub, you know, give him whatever. But Ben, we got to do this all over again on December 6th. Oh, how many more rounds are there? Is it one more round or two more rounds of this? Two more rounds, man. And I'm thinking, does it get easier as they get a little older or do they hate you even more and look at you in disgust even more that you would let them be tortured like this? Now that you've done the first round, you can prepare like what can you you can bring some toys or something. It's too little for that. I don't know what you bring. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't think. And now he's going to have a. I think once he's in that little checkup room and on that table, he's going to remember. He's he's smart. Maybe this is why a lot of people don't like going to the doctor. Could it could <laughs> yes. it to that? Is it possible that that is related? Maybe this is why the nurses want to raise too, because I feel like the next time in there, he's going to kick that nurse in the Adam's apple. <laughs> well, maybe by the next time the Kaiser thing will be settled and they'll actually have the people back, and it'll be a much cleaner, smoother process. Yeah. We won't have Vince Evans working on him. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the uh, the the baseball strike players. Remember in the 90, 1994 oh. spring training, they had all the <laughs> replacement players and all that. We'll uh, be Drew Barrymore by herself running the entire office. Yeah, my goodness. All right, uh, we we have pop goes the culture, and we have a song, so we should probably play the song, right? Yeah, Ohio Al did a pop pop for us. Pop, 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 pop. Thank you, the great Ohio Al. And first story, these are stories that we have uncovered from searching the dark web to give you the latest inside skinny on, on you know, just random things that are interesting. Like, for example, this has been making the rounds here, the first ever Florida Man Games. Uh, this is big. It'll have events like a mullet contest and beer belly sumo wrestling. 
<laughs> I'm all in for that. Uh, put me in, man. I got to get Marlon's man to go to this or Gascon. He's a Florida man now. And, uh, yeah, this is like the, the redneck Olympics uh, going on here. Uh, one guy in Florida has decided to honor the Florida man reputation in St. Augustine, Florida, with the first ever Florida man games. This guy named Pete uh, said he wanted to give people an opportunity to live the Florida man life for a day. And this is a great idea. I wish I had put the money behind this. This is going to make a ton of money. This is going to be such a big money maker. It'll become a yearly thing. It'll be on television and they'll make money that way. And the internet is going to be viral. Uh, the people participating in the the games, the Florida Man Games competition, uh, will be held February 24th. Participants will get a chance to take part in all kinds of activities, including a weaponized pool noodle mud duel. Now, that sounds like fun. Contestants <laughs> will wear goggles designed to st- uh, simulate drunkenness. And they'll go at it. Beer Belly, as mentioned, Beer Belly, Florida, Sumo where your stomach is the only weapon you're allowed to deploy. Okay. Uh, how about this? Evading arrest obstacle course. where <laughs> You're going to be chased, they say, by real, actual cops. <laughs> and you've got, yeah. Oh, man. Jed, who fled, needs to sign up for this. Yeah, he'd be perfect for that. You know who wouldn't be perfect for that? Baker Mayfield, who is a Florida man. Oh. He plays for the Buccaneers. We saw him play the other night. Hello. Uh, a self, uh, obviously, look in the mirror mullet contest, uh, etc. There's some other things here. Uh, Florida Man Games will also feature two former members of the American Gladiators cast, Nitro and Ice. So they, Whoa, the two that haven't died from steroids. <laughs> they dug up Nitro and Ice, and they will be part of this. I got to tell you, Danny, I'm in. I'm in. Thumbs up. Thumbs up for the Florida Man games. It's fun. You know what it reminds me of? In Pasadena, they had, I don't know if they still have it, the Duda Parade. Remember, have you ever heard of the Duda Parade? Not heard of that. Oh, okay. They used to, I don't know if they still have it, but they every every year uh, they'd have the Duda Parade, which was like mock, it's kind of like mocking. It started out mocking the Rose Parade, which is. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like people goofing around and stuff. And I think it's been hijacked by certain uh, groups over the recent years. But when I was a kid, it was just people dressing goofy and and funny and walking down Colorado Boulevard or whatever. So I'm having a fine, fine time. Uh, What is next? Pop goes the uh, culture here. A list has popped up of 28 places women refuse to go on a first date. We covered this on Covino and Rich. Yeah, it was yeah. popping up all over Facebook and Instagram. And right off the bat, number one is incorrect. Yeah, that's a great restaurant. And uh, I would not want to date a woman that would not want to go to the number one restaurant on this list here, Cheesecake Factor. No. And I got into the comments immediately and said, you are a witch if you think there's something wrong with the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. And uh, Dude, the bread alone that they serve you is worth the visit. I would argue the women that approve this list are women that will be uh, probably single for a while. You know, you know, I'm just saying, you know, you know what I mean, Danny? You know? Yeah, go get another cat. Don't do a lost cat magnet pencil next. Yeah, uh, like 
uh, any fast food chain, Buffalo. I mean, pretty much every restaurant. These are only restaurants I go to when I was single. Uh, <laughs> well, church, I kind of like. Why would you take a date to church? That seems a little. That seems a little much. Uh, Netflix and chill basically was on here. Uh, no, no long drive. No sporting events. That's a bad list, man. Knew plenty of girls back in the day that would have loved to go to a sporting event as a date. Yeah, it's not. It's ridiculous. Uh, and by the way, house, your house is on there. Well, my wife, she went to my house on our first date. So suck it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, my first date, we, we technically met at a movie theater, although we didn't actually see a movie because we couldn't figure we, there was, the timing didn't work out. So we went. I think we went to one of the restaurants that is on the list. I closed it out, but I think we went to one of those restaurants. It was a chain uh, bar diner type restaurant. Uh, Classy. You got her a chili dog. Yeah, exactly. I went to, <laughs> went to the waffle. How about Russell Wilson? That story is great this week. Russell Wilson renting out an entire waffle house for his wife because that's her favorite restaurant for her birthday. Happy 38th, baby. Go get some waffles. Have a great time, Sierra. There you go. Uh, he's lucky. There's waffle houses in Colorado. There are no waffle houses in California. They stop at Arizona. They, they did not bring the waffle house to where we are. Oh, are you saying that was the deciding factor to sign with the Broncos? That and the fact he wanted to, to extort tons of money and stop playing good football. Go! The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Humans will become immortal, but there is a catch, according to AI. Uh, The uh, exclusive report from the Daily Star in London says the secrets to humans living forever could be I was. Uh, they put the cur the could in there because you know that's weasel term. Uh, could be unlocked at some point within the next seventy seven years. I guess we'll be dead uh, if Google's artificial intelligence powered software is to be believed. So this is good news for your son, Danny. Your son, Koa, immortal, can live forever. The claim comes from Google's artificial intelligence powered language model software called bard never heard of it uh but they go into some detail there and they say uh, that within 77 years of course everyone who is alive now will either be really old or will be dead so why not go 80 years you can make predictions from 80 years because pretty much everybody will be gone so yeah just uh, just absolutely just absolutely wonderful I'm going to make sure to alphabetize all of our hot takes. That way, when Koa is immortal on the radio, he could be like, let's listen to a fifth hour podcast hot take from the year 2021. And now a classic. Let's go back in the hot tub time machine to the year 2022. And here we go. Uh, Next up, we have, I don't know if I buy this, Threads. The Threads app already has 100 million monthly users garbage i i've stopped going on there i have a threads account but i don't really go on there anymore i did i tried it for a while or whatever i i'll need to go somewhere if twitter starts charging everybody but i'm not leaving twitter yet they haven't done that i guess they're going to charge new people i'm an old person so i don't think that's going to matter but 100 million monthly users and internet experts say that they are in position to pass twitter by that they will absolutely destroy Elon's X, actually, what it's called now. X is the name was Twitter. I don't feel like it's user-friendly. I feel like Twitter is more straightforward and easy to use, whereas Threads, you, you're looking at it, and you're still sort of confused as to how they want this thing to work. Yeah, they, they got to tweak it. They got to update it and all that. I mean, and it's gotta. there's got to be ways you can... Look at stuff where, they, like, uh, Twitter had. They used to have the tweet deck, which they don't have anymore because you got to pay for it. So why would you pay for something? Uh, the the what is the first rule? Well, I don't know if it's the first rule of business, Danny, but it's probably the most important rule of business. If you charge people for something that was once free, people will no longer use it. It is a basic rule. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Despite being the smartest man in the room. Uh, Elon Musk clearly did not pay attention to that rule. And this is the problem that the newspaper business had. The newspapers started giving their stuff away for free online. 
and then they wanted to start charging, no one's going to pay for it. So what do you do? Uh, and uh, it's a problem. So if you start out, hell, the internet, people want, there are people that want the internet, yet you have to pay to go on the internet. Can't do it. Can't do it, right? No way. People yeah, that'd be like if suddenly we said, hey, you know what, the fifth hour, it's not for free anymore. Wherever you download your podcast, you're going to have to pay us $6.99 a month. Hell no. For the right to download the podcast. And there are people that do that they're, they're for the right to download the podcast. Well, there, there are those pages, and I'm not totally opposed to it. What are they called where you have to donate money? Oh, there's pa- Patreon. Patreon, yeah. Like, I wouldn't be against that if I, if I wasn't doing the radio show. I mean, they're paying me to do this, so why should I? We're not no, making- and I feel like Patreon is something that a guy like Howard Stern would have used way back in the day when he first started. He would have been like raw and uncut. And for your $6 a month, I'm going to go crazy on this platform. And I get that, but it would have started like that. Like you said, it wouldn't have been something he did for a while and then been like, oh, I'm going to spring this on you at the last minute now, $6 or you can't hear this any longer. Yeah. Moving on. What what do we have here? All right. How about this? You want to order $100,000? Danny, go to Oregon. An Oregon fisherman actually earns over $100,000 in bounties by removing unwanted species in the rivers. Uh, so the, the unwanted species found in the rivers, this guy has gotten a, over $100,000 from from doing this. I, you, you wonder, like, how long does does it actually take, though? Yeah, who pays him? The state? Uh, yeah, so this, this fisherman in Oregon... He is uh, taking home a grand prize to remove thousands of problem fish throughout the rivers here. The anglers earned over 107800 in bounties. He took part in the 2023 Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Program. And uh, the guy caught, this is crazy, almost 11,000 Northern Pike Minnows during the season from May through September. And because of that, the reward program, this guy cashed in. Uh, that is that is nuts. Yeah. What do they do with those 11,000 fish? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm reading the story here. The second place. How about if you're in second place? Second place got 9,786. So they still made 98,000. So it's not like that's not too bad. But it's about 10,000 less than this guy uh, took away. But. Man, uh, the first 25 in one season were $6 each. After 25, they're worth $8 each. And after 200, they're worth $10 each. And See, then- now that, that's a cool, that is a cool ass job. When I leave, when I finally blow this popsicle stand and I say, I'm retiring from radio, and people say, What are you going to do? I ain't going to go be a campus supervisor. I'm not going to be a bus driver. I'm not going to be a superintendent or a principal or a vice. No, I'm going to be a damn angler and I'm going to get a hundred thousand dollars for sucking some pike out of the ocean. <laughs> That's a, it's gotta be a great gig, right? It's, a, it's although it, it must be stressful. Cause if you're not catching stuff at that rate though, this guy must've, he must've known all the, all the tricks and all that. So then yeah. Pike minnows have played an active role in the Columbia and Snake River systems in Oregon. They've been eating millions of salmon and steelhead juveniles. So, oh, that's there's protecting the salmon. Ah, uh, 
There you go. Know the money. They know the money makers. Yeah. Well, that makes all the all the sense in the world. They, uh, the numbers are out from Mattel after the summer blockbuster movie, the Barbie movie. And a claim is made that the Barbie sales went up 14%. Uh, Mattel sales of Barbie. Uh, shouldn't it have been more than that? That seems like it's not enough. I don't know. That thing. Was- I guess it's always been a good seller, though. Yeah, that's a fair point. And plus, the people that went to the Barbie movie most likely had already tons of Barbies, you know, right? So they probably had tons of them, so they didn't really need it and all that. And uh, Anyway, all right, we'll get out on that. It is Saturday, 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 Saturday fun day today. Any plans, Danny? I'm trying to think. Well, I got the TV show, which is still airing all over the place. Check your local TV listings. Please help us out. Benny versus the Penny. We'd love to have you watch that. And some different times this weekend because of the NBA playing games and whatnot. So make sure you check your schedule. But what do you got going on today, Danny? I'm going to um, take the wifey to get some breakfast. We'll see how long we can stay there at the breakfast place before Koa starts to get antsy and starts crying and wants the booby. Yeah. And then <laughs> we're going to go to the outlets. Beautiful, Ben. Camarillo, California. I know you've uh, taken little uh, flights into that airport there. Uh, I have uh, I have uh, gone by the Camarillo Airport. And... Yep, uh, home of the Strawberry Festival. Oh, nice. Go to the Nike outlet there. Oh, okay. There you go. And are they are they really cheap? They're about fifty percent off retail. Now the problem there, there's a shit ton of people inside that outlet. Uh, there's a Puma right next door. There's a couple other shoe spots as well. We usually go in there and then you feel a little claustrophobic because there's so many people inside the store. Get one pair, stand in a long line, and then get the hell out of there. Gotcha. All right. Well, that sounds like a nightmare for me, but uh, (laughs) good luck. Uh, I hope you have a great time. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear all about it next week. uh, We got another podcast. Remember, NFL, obviously, everyone's playing this weekend in the NFL. No bye weeks this week. You need to download the mailbag. We will find out. I do not even know the numbers. Danny has not told me the numbers on how last week's podcast did. We'll find out together. Have a great Saturday. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, and don't forget, Benny versus the Penny. Watch that today. I'm going to watch it at 11 p.m. on the Laker channel. Well, I, it's I, it's just a TV channel. I don't know that I call it the Laker channel. It's a TV channel. Laker channel. It's the uh, Ben Miller Laker channel. <laughs> TV channel. I don't know that I would say Laker channel. I mean, this got other shows on. There. Uh, just check your local listings. It's called, it's called Spectrum Sportsnet is what it's called. Yeah, it's the Ben Maller Laker channel. I'll be watching your show there. Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.